This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, I'm Dan Abrams, and this is our control center at a Network headquarters in New York City. We are live with the Salinas Police Department and seven other departments around the country. This is Live PD. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V-I-G. Cool, cool. We have a game we like to play where we figure out your porno name. Ooh, yeah. He's going to be really good at this, Lester. Uh, I don't know if I want to do It's that. really easy. The ground rules are as follows. All we need is the name of the street you grew up on. And the nickname you have for your junk. And you put that together, that's your porno name. I don't know. This is good. You're going to like this. I'm Oak Thunder Nuggets. <laughs> and I'm Pleasant Clambake. This is female stuff. It's private. You want to talk about your female parts? You go see the obstetrician. Obstetrician. Whatever the f***. Mm. Uh, what do you do for fun? Not this. I know. Ladies and gentlemen, this man does not need an explanation, okay? Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is Monday morning, the 6th of May. 6th of May. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> 6th of May. Nailed it. Hey, Megan Holiday. How are Hi, you? Hi, I'm good. Is it Megan or Megan? It, Megan, Megan. You know, however you're feeling, okay. it's Or fine. Meg, as Jensen says. Yeah, Meg. Yeah. <laughs> Meg. You know what? Those, change it up. Those who love me dearly and are closest to me call me Meg. So oh, it's okay. Yeah. All right, Meg. She, yeah. she, she, hey. She's setting us up. There's, yeah, some, yeah. there's some kind of joker. All right, so uh, I'm here. This is Kevin. And then Bean is gone. And then Allie's gone. And then Jensen's gone. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> All this, today. How did this happen? So now it's the Kevin and B team. Yes. <laughs> and Megan Holiday. Megan yeah. Holiday. Yeah. Oh, Meg. Oh, sorry, sorry, my bad. This show is call. really going downhill. It is. It's, yeah, <laughs> totally. let anybody on this show. <laughs> so we're like, eh, should, we do, should we do best of for a day? No, let's give it a try. Why not? Yeah. Why it's not? our Sace de Mayo show. We don't have that. Right? That's <laughs> not a thing. Uh, how do you guys drive into work? What are the streets that you drive in? Well, are they I busy take, side streets? I take Olympic Boulevard. And okay. Make yes. a left, and then <laughs> I don't need every. Make a left from Maslin, <laughs> and then like here. Ta da! The main street that you drive on, mine is La Brea. Mine's I La get Brea up to Fria, and I get off La Brea. Same here. I do Laurel Canyon. You do. Okay. Yes. Baller. Hey. Did, did you see the guy going the wrong direction? Oh no, you got here before I did. Guy oh, going yeah. the wrong direction. <gasps> so like my two lanes going this way, and his two lanes coming against me. Yeah. He was in my what would have been my left lane going forward. Oh my god! And then there's like a bunch of construction. Like yes. so, there's like big oh trucks in the middle of the street. Yes. Right. And he's just driving along, <sighs> and I was like. Is he drunk? Like, what's happening? Why would he? But he was solid. He wasn't moving around. <laughs> oh, my God. He was just driving on the wrong <laughs> side of the street. <laughs> I think he just felt like that was his lane because wow. there was no, it didn't seem like there was any panic. There's huh. panic in me because I was like, <laughs> how under control is he? Perfectly under control. He was fine. He drove really well. Wow. Oh, no. Did he think he was good in the wrong that lane? Guy. He was in the wrong I mean, lane. I mean, but he, I mean, he, did he think he was in the right lane? I mean, I, 
I can if he's only, driving calm and normal. I could only assume yeah. by that that yeah, he, he thought he was in the right yeah, lane. Yeah, that I happened. Mean, the correct lane. When I lived in San Francisco, that would happen so often, and I would be honking at these people, and they're flipping me off. Yeah, I've been that people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that because there's a lot of one-way streets? There's a ton of one-ways, yeah. Okay. So what did you do? <laughs> well, I just stayed in the right lane and just sort of slowed way down just in case he was impaired in some way, and he drove past me just... Everything was cool. Wow. You didn't oh, do the good. whole flash just, the lights and high beam them? And... No, he would have probably freaked out and run into me. <laughs> Let him live his life. <laughs> it was weird, though. You don't usually see people in the wrong lane coming no. at you. Yeah. Very unsettling. But a solid driver. Yeah. A solid driver. Good for Gotta that guy. That. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's talk about today's Kevin Abicho, shall we? No way. No way. <laughs> uh, like I said, Allie Jensen and uh, Bean are gone today only. We have a comedian, Nate Bargatze. Yeah, on the program. Today. I don't know if you Talk saw his... about somebody who came for me Same. just out of nowhere. Same. And I watched his Netflix special, and I was my my mind literally poof. Yep. Yeah, it, it was insane how funny this guy is. So it's good. crazy. Yeah. Is just there... right out of the gate, he sustained the level of comedy throughout the entire special. Just phenomenal. But he's like a subtle comedian too. Absolutely, very subtle, Absolutely. low key. Like but I was laughing the whole Dave time. Dave Chappelle, yeah. in that you're afraid he might. Curl up and go to sleep. He's so yeah, comfortable. Yeah, totally. It's crazy. I don't trust him. He doesn't curse. So uh, don't he trust doesn't him. curse at all. Or you nope. just noticed in this special? No, no, it's in this special. So oh. I don't trust him. All right. Yeah. Hey. We'll make sure and give that heads up. <laughs> yeah, we'll let him know when he comes in. Uh, people are dumb on today's show. Kevin, we have. <laughs> I do host that, which is odd. Ironic. <laughs> Omar, I gave Omar a break to just bring yeah. in whatever. Uh, Absolutely. So we have Omar's surprise break. Uh, we have uh, great news. Maybe some of you've heard I. Uh, <clears throat> Ran out of gas. Listen, you let America down, Kevin. <laughs> I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> if not that, who? I can't wait. Exactly. <laughs> and Henry Winkler. Oh, my gosh. Love him so much. Mm-hmm. The fun. One of the stars of Barry as well on HBO. That's so coming up good. this morning. We'll take a break, and we will come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie is out, Jensen's out, Bean's out, so we have sort of a B team. Yeah. <laughs> King of Mexico is here, Megan Holiday is here, filling in for Allie for Woo-woo. What's Happening. What's happening? All right, let's do this. Okay, so for the first time, Miss America, Miss USA, and Miss Teen USA are all black women. This is awesome. So this is a really big deal, especially if you know anything about pageant history. So when Chelsea Crist won the Miss USA crown on Thursday, it marked a historic moment in U.S. beauty pageantry. So for the first time, three black women hold the reigning titles. And just a little bit more about Chelsea Crist. She's so smart. She's got three degrees from two universities. She's 28 years old, and she's on a mission to help reform America's justice system. So she is practicing civil litigation for a law firm, uh, and she has a passion for helping prisoners who may have been sentenced unjustly. Are we talking about Kim Kardashian? Yeah, kind of like Kim. (laughs) So she does this all pro bono, though. She helps them get reduced sentences. And uh, yeah, so she's just, she's smart. She's beautiful. She's got it going on. So when she was asked what word she would use to describe her generation, here's what she had to say. I would say that my generation is innovative. I'm standing here in Nevada in the state that has the first majority female legislature in this entire country. Mine is the first generation to have that forward-looking mindset that has inclusivity, diversity, and strength and empowered women. I'm looking forward to continued progress with my generation. Wow. Yeah. 
Makes me miss Miss, uh, miss South Carolina, though, yes. right? <laughs> Remember her? Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed- education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa what? and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries Time. so we will be able to nope. build up our future for our children. Thank you very much South Carolina. Look, I feel if like I learned a lot. If right they're now. gonna be all smart and stuff, I'm not gonna watch. <laughs> what? You know, if they're gonna be all smart and oh, you didn't watch any anyway. answer. Yeah, that's true. You didn't watch all right. Anyway. Yeah, really. Well, that's a very different person that you're describing. <laughs> very different. And she's from North Carolina, so you know. All right, good. We're you know we got North and South. Sure. You know, both represented. Right. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Uh, so on Saturday, I went out to the Just Like Heaven Music Festival. Yes. I was repping Wu Tang. I was wearing my cream jacket. Unbeknownst to me, what was happening on Saturday was Wu-Tang got their own street sign in New York City. So the corner of Vanderbilt Avenue and Tarji Street was renamed Wu-Tang Clan District in recognition of the legendary hip-hop group's contribution to the borough of Staten Island. So Debbie Rose is a New York City Council member who represents Staten Island's North Shore. And she said the Wu-Tang Clan turned their experiences growing up here into something that now resonates with people all over the world, with young Young people who live in urban settings, young people whose neighborhoods are underserved, young people who face economic and social challenges, and uh, Wu-Tang was there to accept this. Uh, Ghostface Killa posted on uh, his Instagram saying anything is possible, and we have a clip from that too. It's like a dream right now. It's like, yo, 25 years later to come back and to have this dream. A block named after your crew, it's like, yo, it's unbelievable. First of all, people don't get to make it. 25 years later, but coming from Staten Island, it's like, yo, I want to tell you, anything is possible. You know, I never saw this day coming. I know we I knew we were some ill MCs, but I didn't know that it'd take it this far. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Can you imagine in their early <laughs> career if you told them they're going to have a street named after him? Do you think that lady uh, that was screaming at you, I'm uh, Wu-Tang, I'm Wu-Tang, do you think she was there? <laughs> I doubt it. I think, didn't, she, didn't think she had anything to do with it. We were broadcasting from Vegas, uh-huh. and a woman came just walking up to us screaming, I'm Wu-Tang. Oh, my God. I'm Wu-Tang. And I was like, Dave, you're a producer. Talk to her. And he's like, I'm not talking to her. <laughs> then she came up to me, and she's like, I own Wu-Tang. And I was like, I don't think you do. Yeah, highly doubt it. And we Doubtful. argued for a while. Oh yeah, God. and we had security remove her. <laughs> I assume she wasn't there. Well, you know what? I'm Wu-Tang. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Yeah, that's the truth. Sure. Right there. Right. <laughs> so uh, let's do celebrity birthdays. How about that? Yep. Bob Seger. Yeah, buddy. His birthday is today. Chris Shiflett right. from the Foo Fighters. Better. Okay. The Very Handsome. George Clooney. Four. Also, Willie Mays. He's 88 today. Wow. Don't How about bring that? Your, your San Francisco Giants hey. people to our air. Yeah, you know, this guy represent him. Oh, the How mic. <laughs> What's going on? Are you turning my the mic off? The mic's not working. He's, turn, he's turning my mic well, if you start talking about off the Giants. and on, this is just. If you start talking about the Giants. This is yeah. just hate. Not me. 
<laughs> wow. Dodger, the collective wow. Dodger fans. <laughs> wow. This hurts. Okay, well, I'm Megan Holiday filling in for Ally McKay, and that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean. KU Rock KROQ. First, it's time for People Are Dumb. Dumb. In uh, Tonawanda, New York, a woman is facing charges after police say she called 911 asking how she could kill her boyfriend. <laughs> well, if you don't know how to kill a person, you need some advice, Kevin. But do you call 911? What do you think, like, go to go to YouTube? Yeah, I would call 411. <laughs> What's the info? <laughs> Zelda Cotton, 54 years old, is charged with endangering the welfare of an elderly person who was her boyfriend at a spry 76 years old. Was it Reuben? <laughs> That's a great question. She also, they also said that um, she had faked hitting her boyfriend four times with a VCR tape. <laughs> like, that's all that had happened so what? far. <laughs> then she called 911 and asked, hey, how do I kill him? And, of course, the police show up and they arrest her. And, <sighs> and his life is so much better now. Who has Rick? a VHS tape, by the way? I know. Really. That's what I was thinking. Well, then he's 76. Yeah, I guess so. And he's got an 8-track. Yeah. Oh, my Who knows? God. A uh, man who says he fled an Austrian prison over a decade ago has turned himself into police. He left, he escaped, and he went to Spain's Canary Islands. Uh-huh. And he lived there for 10 years. Police said the 64-year-old carrying two suitcases went to police at a railway station and said, I'm a prisoner. I'm supposed to, I escaped 10 years ago. And you should probably arrest me. What? Wait, after Why? 10 years. Why? Um, here's what he said. Tenerife, which is the exact island that he was on, uh-huh. it's not as nice as it used to be. <laughs> and, he'd lived, and he'd lived there long enough. So he ran to go to prison? Yes. Oh, my free, God. Free rent, you know free what? food. It's been yeah. nice. I get it, yeah. It's, it's been nice, but it's going downhill. Yeah. So, plus, plus, life on the run is hard. I know from experience. <laughs> uh, the next story is out of Akron, Ohio. Police say they identified a woman who robbed a Northeast Ohio video store. This is really old school stories. Well, yeah, what's going on? Is this the 80s? Or? <laughs> she walked in and she wanted the woman to pull up her account. Okay. So she gave the woman her phone number, which the account is listed under. Then she went and browsed for a little bit. Then she went back and put a note saying, I have a weapon. Give me all of your money. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> At a she, video store? Yes, but she <laughs> already, has all her info. Why would you rob that? She already gave them her phone number. So... She called the police. The police <laughs> called her. They tracked her down, well, and they arrested her. This is oh people God. are dumb, right? People are very dumb, yes. Uh, this is a bizarre story, and it comes out of uh, Delano, uh, Florida. By the way, almost all stories come out of Florida. Yeah, almost true. all of my people are dumb, and all of being, you know, what's up with Florida? Mm-hmm. It's a crazy state. <laughs> Authorities say 72-year-old Florida man repeatedly stabbed his nephew because... Anyone? Stabbed his nephew because... He ate his cereal. He stole his lawnmower. The VHS machine wasn't working. (laughs) Great guess. He was taking too long in the bathroom. Oh, man. When when you got to go, I I feel that guy. Stabbed him. Well, you know, you got to go. It checks out, yeah. Sheriff deputies arrived Tuesday to find the 29-year-old. So the guy's 72. The 29-year-old is his nephew who has been able to stay in his, live in his car in the man's driveway, uh, but then can also use the restroom. Uh, yeah, that, that old dude was fed up with this guy. Right? There's, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's so many issues there. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. A lot of resentment. Apparently, when the uh, police arrived, this guy had wounds in his stomach and back. Oh, like, God. this 72-year-old was 
Go go on, he go went on. to town, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, how bad do you have to go? Oh, man. That's insanity. And finally, armed carjackers stopped by stick shift. Flee on foot. <laughs> this story comes out of Dallas. An armed hijacker in South Oak Cliff uh, went south when the alleged thieves, um, for the alleged thieves, after the Dallas police showed up and he was unable to drive a, a stick shift. Have you ever driven a stick shift? I have. Okay. And you know when you let out the clutch. Oh, it dies. You give it a little gas. Right. Oh, oh right, right, That's right. the key. You just have to give it a little gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just pop the clutch, it dies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this guy, I'll play some uh, news for you, and then I'll describe in detail exactly what was happening. Well, Doug and Kaylee, all those police officers actually just left the scene, once again reopening this road here in South Oak Cliff. But just a few minutes ago, that Mustang GT, this investigation all surrounded, sat outside this home, and the thieves actually didn't get too far with it because they couldn't drive it. Now, police tell us the owner of the Mustang had just parked when two men approached. They manned the car at gunpoint. A fight broke out, and the victim ended up being grazed in the leg. He's fine, but police say when the suspects tried to speed off, they didn't know how to drive stick shift and kept stalling. Now, investigators <laughs> say the suspects in this case eventually gave up after they couldn't actually get it into gear. They couldn't? Yeah. Drive away. That's hilarious. <laughs> Those two carjackers were definitely millennials. And so everybody there standing around going, hey, dudes, get out of the car. You're... And, and they'd stall, and then they'd stall, and then they'd stall. <laughs> awesome. They oh. literally uh, couldn't drive it away. I wish there was footage of this. Same. So bad. I do too. And that is... Dumb. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a weird day because Bean's out and Allie's out and Jensen's out. So it's me, Kevin. Megan Holiday has joined Hello. us. Mm-hmm. This particular segment, yeah, I'm starting to regret because I get <laughs> I get a bad feeling from Omar. Things are going to get better. Right I said, now. Omar, you have a break to yes. fill. Whatever you'd like to talk yes, about, we will do it. I'm going to educate you on something. Okay, you know because uh, I have a very popular podcast called the B Team. Yes, and uh, we cover you know behind the scenes stuff of the Kevin and Bean Show and uh, the B Holes, as my fans are called. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> I know that I have a, 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 a love of butt stuff and this anything is what to I was do with of. <laughs> anything that has to do with poop. I find very funny and interesting. So we had a B-hole listener call up and uh, kind of let me know that poop transplants are a thing. Well, well, maybe it's a good time for me to mention that uh, parents with small children listening uh, might want to be aware that this particular talk is intended for a, a more mature audience. Hey, you don't know. Maybe maybe you're a kid. Maybe you're a baby. Maybe you have bad, you know, intestinal problems. You need a poop transplant sometimes. Parental discretion is advised. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand what this means. What is a poop we have transplant? We a newscast. Do I just play it? Oh, you my play it. God. <sighs> Gemma reckons I have over a thousand different strains of bacteria in my feces. Why is the running water behind me? <laughs> that makes me very nervous. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. And fortunately, I have a healthy mix. 
But that balance can become upset, leading to diarrhea and irritable bowels. If that happens, the good guys may need help. Yes. All right. Thanks for coming, everybody. Good no, night. no, no, no. We got we to gotta get into, like, the process and, you know, the how good it helps guys, people. Yes. Meaning what? The good guys, the good bacteria. Ba- good bacteria. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you if need you have, help. So, if, yeah, if you have, you know, all kinds of problems, uh, you Keep know. them to yourself. Go no, to no, your no, doctor. Yeah, you have please. To, you have to have the, get the hookup from people that have good bacteria so they do the poop transplant. Oh, this just makes me so uncomfortable. Keep playing the I audio. S- so, there's two ways that you can do that. It's the prebiotic, right? <laughs> so the prebiotic is the food that you eat that then is a food for your bacteria. Mm-hmm. The other way is you can top up. Okay. Um, is death a, one option? No, death no, no, is no, not no, an no, option. No, I don't think you want to die just because you have intestinal problems, Kevin. It depends on if I have to go through what this is being described. <laughs> the other way is you can top up the good bacteria while consuming probiotic products that actually have their own live bacteria in and you're introducing them into your gut by consuming them. Okay. In some cases, that's not enough. Okay. That's where the poop comes in. That's where we end it. No. Oh my God. So you can take probiotics and that gives you good. Good enzymes or whatever to kind of fix, fix, uh, you know, fix you up. But that doesn't work for everybody. Nope. And this is last, you know, last, uh, last effort, last you know, yeah, last okay. resort kind okay. of thing. Oh no, you can't start with that music. <laughs> yeah, it's very happy music. If you're talking about what <laughs> we're talking trick. about, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Another lab and more feces. <laughs> I mean, right there, are you out? No, no, no. It's funny because they're they're like looking at a test tube with some caca in it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> How do you even find this stuff? This caca's a good year. I'm not sure about this caca. How do you you find this stuff? Omar finds all of it. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. Another lab and more feces. (laughs) Not happy with this. Me either. Gastroenterologist Dr. Elsa Hart is working with colleagues from Imperial College on novel approaches to rebalancing gut bacteria. I mean, it sounds sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Gastro, whatever it was. It's just a rebalancing word for gut poop bacteria. <laughs> the most drastic of which involves performing a fecal transplant. Oh, All right. Thanks God. for listening, everybody. We'll be right back. Listen, we have, we, we, haven't, we, we haven't got to the what? part where they explain how how you do it. Because this oh. is very interesting. I, do, but do we need? Oh, God. Like, I feel like I need to know that. If I get to the point where everything else hasn't worked, listen. Then we, I do that in my doctor's office, and right, no one knows exactly. But, Have the conversation people, privately, right. maybe not on the radio. Pe- you know, what if Kevin and Bean listeners are thinking, "Oh man, you know, I, I've tried everything, and they don't know about the poop transplant." <laughs> I have to warn you: some of this is clearly inappropriate for young viewers. Right? Please ask your children to leave the room. Listen, I, I'm possibly saving lives here, Kevin. Is that how you see yeah. it? Yeah. All right. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Hello, Michael. So, what's happening? in here well we're just <laughs> where's he pointing <laughs> no 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 it's not what you think okay no. it's the process of preparing a, a sample for a fecal transplant that we're doing as part of a research trial here in this pilot study <laughs> feces from a healthy donor are transplanted into the guts of patients suffering oh. from a condition called pouchitis yeah oh no so you're saying one of the options one of the medical options mm-hmm is to go to a doctor's office or wherever this underground van of a research (laughs) complex is. They have the good poo-poo, and what they do (laughs) is they they get the poo-poo, and they do a little poop shake, Uh and then they filter it. 
Okay. Let's just play the news. I'm okay. freaked out <laughs> more by your glee over describing it. Oh, my God. Pouchitis is a form of inflammatory bowel disease, and uh, normally that's treated very simply with antibiotics, but in, in a small group of patients, when the antibiotics haven't worked, the next line of therapy becomes a little bit trickier, and it's in that group of patients that are going to try this particular technique. Lovely music. Yeah. Making a poop shake. They're hoping to replace the unhealthy mix of bacteria in the patient's guts with a healthy mix of someone else's. Uh, that music! Stop it! it. <laughs> 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 We're all happy. Somebody give me their poop. This guy needs help. First, the donor feces are blended with salt water. And then filtered. It sounds, I must admit, slightly revolting. You think? Uh, yeah. It does sound revolting. It sounds disgusting, but... Yeah, we're on the same page, at least. At least she thinks it sounds disgusting. Oh, my God, finally. Some sense disgusting of... and revolting. The next stage is to put the fecal solution into the patient. You take... A nasogastric tube. Oh. Down it goes, down the nose, presumably. Down the nose. I'm oh. sorry. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, hold up. Down the nose? Down, yeah. Did so he say it goes down the nose? Oh. They take the poop shake and they put it in something no. like, like a balloon, mm -mm. like a little poop pouch. And oh. then they stick a big hose, like, I don't know, it's like a three-foot hose onto it. They stick it down your nose, and then they give uh, They don't you know, do that to me. <laughs> I'm just saying, put, Listen, me, put me out of my you, misery. You might need this down right. the road, man. I, I'm going to say, take, take really? my life away. Yes. Just take you out instead yes. of a poop transplant? Yes. No. What, you, crazy? Say you need the truth, the poop transplant. That's the thing about Omar, is he would go to a place just to get a poop transplant, yeah, so even if he it. didn't need it. All right, let's continue. Into the patient's yeah. stomach, and then it's simply the syringe goes onto there, and you put it down uh, right. into the patient's stomach. And it just goes straight into the stomach. And it goes straight into the stomach. All right, so that's happening. Yeah, wow. and then, you know, uh, hopefully with the good poop and the new poop, it, you know, roots out the bad poop, and you're all good. Dr. Hart is looking for signs that this radical approach will improve her patient's symptoms. Please don't improve. So by giving this transplant, are we able to alter the bacteria in the guts of these patients? And of course, is it having a, a clinical benefit in them as well? It's early days, and so far, only a handful of patients have taken part in the study. Okay, that's good news, at least. There's not everybody that's doing it. Not yet. Life's not a big thing behind the scenes right. that none of us are aware of. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're going to find out, oh, yeah, it's common. <laughs> it's the most densely populated ecosystem on Earth. So to try and understand it is a very tall order. We should stop. To try and modulate it, you know, you do ask the question, are we as human beings clever enough to do this? And I'd like to say no. I need to be a donor. Like a poop donor, because I have excellent poops, guys. This is awful, and I feel like it's going to breed new diseases. This is dangerous. Agreed. Disgusting territory. I'm I'm a negative on this. I'm a thumbs down. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a two thumbs away. Omar's going to fly yeah. to the UK just <laughs> to get this done. Absolutely. Who's hungry? The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. I don't specifically watch the news because it's just too depressing. Mm -hmm. And so every Monday, what we try to do to counteract that is great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for great news today. Great news. All right, I'm going to start, and I don't normally recommend an Instagram person to follow. That's not been my thing. 
But this particular person is an amazing person. His name is Shane Burkaw, and he has extreme muscular dystrophy. So his body is all sort of mangled, and it's it's difficult for him to do stuff. It was your face, sorry. (laughs) Don't say ooh. Um, This guy's amazing. He has a girlfriend of three years. She's hot. Everybody thinks she's his nurse. Because no way could they be together. They've been together for three years. They have a YouTube channel that's fun to watch because they give each other such crap. Like, she'll make fun (laughs) of him. He'll make fun of her. They're laughing. They're having such a good time. And Shane Burkaw has taken to doing a thing. This is the guy with muscular dystrophy. And he'll say, what made me smile this week? And he'll do a whole post. Each day, something made him smile. And he'll recount what it is. Yeah, positivity. Right. Yeah. And those of us that don't have that disease, I don't do that on a regular basis. Right. You know what I mean? This is a yeah. it's a really amazing thing. So Sunday, it'll say, Hannah, his girlfriend, and several members of her family spent hours today and yesterday helping me pack up all the books that were pre-ordered through Laughing at My Nightmare. So basically, he's written a book about them and about his situation, and um, they're selling it. Uh, Monday, Hannah and I took the last 200 autograph books of my newest book to po- to the post office today to mail. Tuesday, I had a long day of doctor's appointments. Okay, so now, like, he's got to feel sorry for himself somewhat. Um, to get myself situated with a bunch of various specialists who are taking part in my care, going into the appointments, I was nervous about whatever issues they might find with my health. However... I'm beyond grateful to say that each doctor gave me a clean bill of health. He's no longer getting weaker. He's holding his own. That's awesome. So his lungs, they were checking specifically this time, and no no negativity from last time, which is amazing. Yeah. And he goes through Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and and I think all of us should try to do something like this where we go, here's what made me smile. Mm -hmm. And I love that he does it, and I love that... My initial reaction is he's the last person that should be grateful. Do you know what I mean? But he truly is. Yeah. So his lungs are much better? They're not better. They haven't deteriorated. Oh, so now he <laughs> could smoke weed and oh that's what God. he's going to smile I'm about. not sure that, that's hey. why he's smiling. I don't think that's the That's what made him smile today. So here he, is, here he is on their YouTube channel and he's talking about their relationship. He's a little bit hard to understand because of muscular dystrophy, but he's talking about Hannah, his girlfriend. Normal and exciting. And she helps me poop, but <laughs> otherwise... He makes jokes like that, and she just oh. starts laughing. Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, we're just a regular couple that um, has fun and uh, gets into arguments and, you know, figures out life together. My love for Shane is definitely both physical and emotional. I love his personality. He's a wonderful boyfriend, um, and we definitely connect physically. I love his body and everything about him, really. Why are you laughing? That's making it so much harder. You told me to say that. (laughs) So he's in the background laughing when she says she loves his body. And then she responds like any of us would. You know, why are you laughing? You told me to say that. (laughs) No, don't laugh like that. We are physically intimate. Um, And I think a lot of people hear that and they go, "Ah, ow. Um, It's a little different, maybe. Um, And in many ways, it's not. Pretty amazing, right? And then he says, Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. You should tell me that more often. <laughs> you know, my body? You should tell me that more often. <laughs> it's a great, it's, like, it's a great positive follow. His name is Shane Burkaw, 
and I will tweet that out as well. But his Instagram is inspiring. That's so sweet. How old is he? And that's my great news. You're asking me questions I don't have the answer to. <laughs> I'm not positive. <laughs> he looks like mid-20s. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, I love that story. Yep, me too. Okay. All right, so uh, I'm Megan Holiday filling in for Allie today. Uh, my great news story, an Oklahoma City police officer is going viral for a unique handling of a noise complaint. So officers were called on Friday to investigate a noise disturbance in South Oklahoma City. Officer Nate Ross was the first to arrive on the scene. He found a man playing a set of drums along the side of the road. Uh, so he asked the guy. <laughs> that he, seems like what? a pretty easy call on the noise complaint. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love this guy, though. Just out there. So the officer asks the guy to, you know, get up off the drum set and he ends up sitting down and he starts Who shredding the, the officer yes what officer nate ross he sits down he starts shredding uh people obviously you know get their phones out and they're re- recording him playing and uh yeah this video went viral over three hundred thousand views as of last week um so little did anyone know that officer ross used to play the drums back in the day and uh they captured it uh and then he said i firmly believe that the success of our department in part is about our interactions with citizens, I could have gone out there talking down to them, telling them it was too loud and they needed to turn it down, but this was a lot more fun. It gave me a chance to interact with the people that I serve. I got some hugs and handshakes at the end of it all, and then they turned it down and left. And that's how you handle it. That's Wait, do you think right? they got the noise complaint because the dude sucked at drums? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's be. why it's just like noise. When the when the officer <laughs> went on, he then was I jamming. Wonder, like, did people call when the officer was on? He's like, I'm here. <laughs> I'm already here because I got this. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm playing the drums. <laughs> Yeah, so that and that's my great, great news. news. Oh wow, <laughs> that works. I uh, will save the worst for last. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So, as Dodger fans, we all hate the St. Louis Cardinals, and more importantly, they're fans. Okay, because they're terrible people. But last Sunday, they did something pretty cool. They had a, a special day. It was a 2019 Transplant Awareness Day. And that's where Savannah Roche, Katie Sepper, and Brandon Bolger uh, went to the game in honor of their brother, Donovan Bolger, who died in a car accident and donated his heart. Wow. Now, little did they know... This is great news. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Little did they know that the person that donated, that, they, that received their heart was at the same game. And so it was the three relatives of the guy that died and donated yeah, his heart. Yeah. And the donor, the recipient, the, don- was, the recipient there- was at that game too. Wow. So Savannah, Katie, and Brendan were wearing shirts with his picture, on, with, the, with the brother's picture on it. And the, the, the recipient, John Sume, saw the, the, the picture and said, hey, is this Brandon? Because they've never met. That's wow. crazy. And he said, I am the guy who received your heart. Has received your brother's heart. And they talked about it in this clip I have. I was able to, you know, hold their head to my chest and they were about half an inch from their brother's heart. It was a remarkable experience for me because of their gift, the tremendous gift, I was given a second chance at life. Savannah tonight saying she doesn't even like baseball. <laughs> what a gift to show up and then hear her brother's heart. <laughs> I can't even explain how it makes us feel. It almost gives us a sense of peace, um, knowing that we finally found my brother's heart. That is an unbelievable. Isn't that so What cool? are the chances no that, that would ever happen? And it just shows that baseball sometimes is good and it brings people together, but also 
you know, be a donor. This is the first time in, in my life that I put that donor sticker on my is ID. That right? Yeah, what? yeah, because of Bean. What your, yeah, Bean. Okay. It was because of Bean. Yeah. So people do that, and then this might happen to your families when you die. And I mean, I doubt and, this and, specific <laughs> thing will, but so it's that, still worth it. Yeah, but that was my. Great news! It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Why the grin, Mugs? This is. I can't wait to hear your story, Kevin. <laughs> All right. <sighs> I haven't even started. <laughs> Bean, Allie, and Jensen are out today. So Megan Holiday's joining us. Hi. Mugs is in the studio. Uh, Friday, I had to leave a little bit early because I got a doctor's appointment that I've been waiting for for a long time. And they called me at the last second and said, if you can be here by 10 30, we can get you in. I was like, yes. So I left as soon as I could, and I got in my car, and I noticed that it only had 25 miles left on it, which is typical, because home is, I don't know, 26? (laughs) All good. This all started way back when I, I think I posted um, it saying distance to empty zero, Mm -hmm. and then my caption was, finally made it, goals, whatever, you know. And then Bean found that, and he came in, and they were mocking me endlessly. <laughs> and hence, the Zero Club was born. Yes. And then we realized a lot of people do that, which is dumb. Like, everybody <laughs> that does this is dumb, myself included. So, for a long time, people would uh, run out of gas. And I would say, oh, you're out of the club. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> so, I'm on my way to the doctor, and 25 miles, and I look at the little thing, and it's 35 miles from here. The doctor's office. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, I've gotten eight or nine, sometimes 10 miles. Past zero. Past when it says distance to empty zero. Wow. So I was like, I'm going to have to make it 10 miles. But I think I can do it because I've done it before. I'm I'm, I'm sure it's not the exact same every time, but I think I can do it. And I had, if I would have stopped, I never would have made 1030. So I had to keep going. I was just risky. I was just like, listen, I got to get there. So I drove and I drove and I drove and all of a sudden it started to sputter and I was like, no, please, God, nope. I'm still a little ways away. Not that far, but a little ways away. And my engine died and I pulled over, parked in a spot on the side of the road, which was for parking, (laughs) which I found out later wasn't for parking, had a ticket, but nice. (laughs) Double whammy. (laughs) So So I run out of gas and I realize I'm only about a half a mile away from my doctor's office. So I just take off running. <laughs> so you just leave your car where it yes. is? Yes. I mean, I locked it, but yeah. I left my car where it was, and I ran to the doctor's office, and I got there about three minutes late, and they were like, oh, come on in. I was like, oh, oh, I'm not sure. Were you sweating? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It was hot. <laughs> this was, you know, Friday at uh, 11 o'clock or something like that, 1030. So I ran the rest of the way, and I went in, and I talked to the doctor, and they had a procedure that they used anesthesia for. So, okay, now I can't drive for 24 hours. So I called an Uber and I had him stop by my car on the street and I saw there was a ticket. I took a picture of it. I moved it off the street to a place where it would probably be safe. And then I had the Uber drive me home. And then the next day I had to get an Uber and go back and pick up my car. Oh my God. With a can of gas. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> of course. My God. This because like the whole weekend. <laughs> because it was the whole weekend. So... So I ran out of gas, and um, I'm the uh, I'm the president of the Zero Club, and I've been very harsh on people, and sometimes I feel like maybe too harsh on people that run out of gas. It sucks, Kevin. I don't know if you know this. I do. I've run, I've run out of gas a bunch, but last year I ran out of gas four times. 
Four times. And you're just now telling us? Yeah, I was very embarrassed by it. <laughs> well, I'm embarrassed by it, too. But I'm the founding member of the goddamn Zero Club. Well, I don't think I was ever really uh, eligible to join the Zero Club because my gas gauge doesn't get down to zero. What, oh. If it gets 20, 20 or below, it just says low fuel. So I Yeah, kinda, that's nonsense. I kind of have to guess. It's a gamble. So, I realized on mine, on the way to work, I realized it says distance to empty zero. But it should go negative because I'd like to know, like, <laughs> I'd like to know that I'm at a minus five. I've gone five miles yeah, too far. Right. It doesn't. It just stays at zero. So now you're just guessing how far you go. <laughs> but I went back and figured it out later, and it was about 10 miles, and my doctor's office was about 10 and a half miles away oh, God. after empty. Kevin, how do you get through life? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so are you still president? Of the zero club, well, I mean, club is what everyone wants to know. That and also everybody that I was a dick to who ran out of gas. Oh. And I was like, oh, no, you're not a part of the club. They're like, how about us now? <laughs> so I have many questions about the zero club and I don't have the answers. I feel like Jensen and Allie and Bean are out. And maybe when they come back tomorrow, we can discuss. But I mean, if I'm the if I'm the president, I could just pardon myself. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how so, things work. I yeah, mean, you can do anything you want. Yeah. I can just pardon I myself. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Henry Winkler. Megan? No. Kevin. (laughs) You can address Megan if you'd like. Hi, Henry. No, no, no. It is so incredible that your voice is have melded into one. <laughs> so you're just going to call, just call us both Megan and we'll be good. You huh? know what? I've never done that before with you, but I'm going to try it today. Okay. <laughs> Feels right. I would like, before we start talking about Barry, which might be the best show on TV. Absolutely. Thank you. I would always like to tell this story because it tells you what kind of a person Henry Winkler is. I ran into him, uh, I don't yeah. know, 10, 11 years ago. He probably won't even remember this at Heathrow yes. Airport. And my kids were. Oh my God. You remember that? You don't remember. You know, there are not a lot of people I ran into in England. Well, okay. So I run into him. I say, Henry, how's it going? And then I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to take up too much of his time. He's a celebrity. Everybody wants to talk to him. So then I walked away. And my daughters, my twin daughters, were seven or eight at the time. And I looked around. I couldn't find him. I looked back. And Henry Winkler was sitting on the floor asking them questions and engaging them and, like, just playing with them. Oh. And I was like, keep them for an hour and a half. They've been <laughs> rough today. But that tells me, like, what an amazing person you are. You know, I think I get along better with children Same. than I do with adults. <laughs> Makes total sense. <laughs> That's why I write, uh, I write books. As a matter of fact, right now, I am driving across Los Angeles okay. to go to my writing partner's office and uh, we are writing a new series of books uh, for Abrams Publishing called Alien Superstar. Ooh, sounds All like right. something I'd be into. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when is that supposed to be done? October, f- well, the first book comes out October 1st. Okay. 
And then I you... have just gone through a red light, and to my left, <gasps> yes. I am waving at a police officer. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. How many times have you been pulled over and gotten off because you are Henry Winkler? Okay, so I, and, I, and I say this with great humility, great respect, <laughs> several. Um, my, my wife... <laughs> My wife calls it the fache. Show them the fache. Show them the fache. (laughs) And then hopefully they are, they they have seen something. How could they not have? You've been a part of our lives forever. Yeah, and and uh, they give me a warning. Well, you know, they say, oh, "How can I give the Fonz a ticket?" And I go, "I agree with you." <laughs> All right, let's talk In about that way. I it's like a gift from heaven. I must say, I wish I had your gift from I heaven. I know, really. <laughs> let's talk about Barry for a minute. How did you get involved in this process? How did you get tied up with another fantastic show? So I'm driving down Ventura Boulevard in the valley. Mm -hmm. I have just left an estate planning meeting. I did not understand one word those men said to me. And I got in the car with my wife and I said, well, I have no idea what we've just signed. (laughs) Great. And all of a sudden I get a phone call and they say, you're on a short list. Bill Hader, Bill Hader, right? wants yeah. you to come in for a new show on HBO. HBO! So I said, is Dustin Hoffman on that list? Why? Because if he is, I'm not going in. <laughs> okay. You're not going to waste your time? <laughs> well, no, because he's going to get it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they said, no, he is not on the list. And I went, oh, my goodness. I went home. My son, Max who is a director of movies. He just finished his third film. He's putting the finishing touches on it now. He directed me in the audition. Wow. I went in. I auditioned for Bill first, Alec Berg second. And months later, they called me and said, would you like to be in the show? Months later? Does that mean when you left? I I say months because during those months, you lose weight and have anxiety attacks like you can't believe. <laughs> See, okay. But even you still. Even my still. Huh. But, you know, the show is yeah. so good. I'm so loving season two. This Same. show is so smart. It's deep, emotional, funny. Uh, so did you and Bill Hader just have a connection and a chemistry straight off the bat? Because it's so great. It's so palpable. Megan, that is exactly true. <laughs> you never know whether that's going to be there. You you know, um, in my career, I've acted with a lot of people. Sometimes you're acting with a building on Fifth Avenue. And sometimes you're acting with a human being who you connect with, and it is, you can't teach it, you cannot prepare for it. It exists or it doesn't. Can you work and on it Bill, or no? Well, no. You, what you do is you work on having fun together and finding the right moment and how to do the right moment, but you cannot work on the chemistry. You, I feel like the common denominator in the chemistry, though, is you. I mean, you did Children's Hospital with all those talented people, and you were amazing on that show. And now Thanks. you find your way to Barry. How, you have really good instincts about what, what 
projects to pick. You know, you know what? That is the exact way that I pick things. If if uh, young actors are out there and they're listening, and the one thing I can tell them is to listen to your stomach. Your stomach knows everything. Your no matter how much education you have, your head only knows a little, especially when it comes to um, acting. Right. So this character, Gene Cosano, I feel like in this yes. season, I mean, he's kind of a classic narcissist, but you love him. He's very lovable, uh, but he's having a yeah. lot of emotional growth in this season. Would, it, would you say that's true? You know what? I totally agree with you. Um, uh, they it, it, This season is so dark. It really yeah. is. And, um, <laughs> you know, that I, I had to, when I was reading the scripts at home, I had to turn on all the lights. And use a flashlight. <laughs> Have you ever Unlike come- watching the the big fight on uh, the big war on Games of Thrones? Right, at sure. which time we had to turn off every light in the neighborhood yeah. in order to see on the screen. <laughs> it was a little dark. Um, have you ever yeah. come onto the set and said, "I don't. This is really harsh for me to say," because you do yeah. say some horrible yeah. things, which are always funny. Yes, and, uh, you know, the thing is, honestly, Alec Berg and, and Bill Hader, I trust them. And I try something, they either like it or they don't. But most of the time, I just say, I'm going to go and say what it is they wrote, and I know I'm going to be okay. Well, like I said before, it's uh, it's one of the best shows on TV. It's called Barry. It's Sundays at 10 p.m. on HBO. Uh, Barry is a hitman. Uh, Bill Hader's a hitman that doesn't really want to be a hitman anymore, so he starts taking acting lessons from Henry Winkler. <laughs> and uh, I'm telling you, it's amazing. This is only season two. There are only a half-hour episodes, so you can catch up very quickly. You can binge if you'd like to. But this season, the episode a week from a week ago last night, yeah, <laughs> almost killed me. Yeah, it almost. They, it was, they call that they they. You mean the the uh, the bill in the with the and the, um, yeah, the girl uh, on the roof. Yes, and the fighting scenes. Oh my scenes. god, the, tw- the twelve year old. Yes, that was like a solo album. Ugh. Bill solo uh, album in the middle of the of the uh, season. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever laughed more. Yeah, and Stephen Root is also amazing on this show too. Isn't he? He's. You know what? That is the thing. They picked people who are brilliant at what they do. That's true. Everybody, our crew, our writing team, our um, our actors, everybody is on the top of their game. Well, like I say, it's one of our favorite shows. Megan as well, one of her favorite shows. And we're always, always, always happy to catch up with you, Henry. We appreciate it. Again, it is Barry. It airs Sunday nights at 10 p.m. on HBO, a lot of times right after Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So you can turn the lights Yes, that is on. true. Yes. That is true. Henry, we appreciate your time. Thank you for calling us today. So good talking oh, you to you. You know what I am? Uh, Megan, first of all, a pleasure to meet oh, you. Oh, pleasure to and meet you. And let me just, and truly, it is um, uh, a pleasure to be on this show because it is one of the very first shows I've ever done uh, uh, early in my career. Is that right? Why, yeah. why would anyone tell you no? <laughs> uh, no? No, a lot of people didn't say yes. <laughs> well, we're always excited to have you, and we'll talk yeah. to you tomorrow. I thank you so much. <laughs> have the most wonderful Monday. Thank you, Henry. We appreciate Bye, Henry. it. Bye, now. Bye. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock.
How amazing is Henry Winkler? So that blew my mind. He said my name. <laughs> he knows I'm. He knows I exist. <laughs> We he, love you, Henry. He's the kind of guy that not only knows your name, but will keep saying it. Because he is a dick. He's not. Why would that guy say that? He's the best, and it's always fun to talk to him, and you should really catch up on Barry on HBO. Asshole. No, stop it. Barry is amazing, though. It really, truly is. One of my favorite show. shows. All right. Allie McKay is out, and Jensen is out, and Bean is out. So Megan Holiday is here with me. Stuck with me. What's Sorry about it. Okay, so I know you're going to be really excited about this, Kevin. Okay. Megan Markle. Nope. Gave birth to a baby boy. (laughs) I can't express to you how much I don't care. Yes! (laughs) You're my soulmate. I can't stand the royal family. Perfect. Okay, let's move on to the next story then. All right, good. All right, so we all love Billie Eilish. She played our Almost Acoustic Christmas this past year. Absolutely incredible. Number one album. Uh, So she's a huge fan of the show The Office, as are so many of us. Incredible show. She sampled the show on her song, My Strange Addiction. So uh, they orchestrated this thing. Rain Wilson, a.k.a. Dwight Schrute, shows up at her house uh, to quiz her on her knowledge of The Office. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so uh, this is what happened. You've seen the show once or twice? Twelve times now. Twelve times? <laughs> yes. Is this where you watch The Office, or do you watch no, it I like wa- on your... I actually watch it on my phone. Like, as soon as I wake up and when I brush my teeth and when I go to the bathroom, when I take baths and... Wait a minute. You watch The Office when you go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, I do. So you're pooping and you're watching Literally me. taking... That, that is disgusting. <laughs> she is a mega fan, and uh, it was just really funny. I watched the entire thing. He calls her William Eyelash, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> and uh, he asks her, which song did you write for Dwight, Ocean Eyes or Bad Boy? And the song's called Bad Guy, but it was really funny. And uh, so he also quizzes her on her knowledge, and we got that too. Here is a quote from The Office. You tell me which character said this. You know, a human can go on living seven hours after being decapitated. (laughs) Great. Very good. What? And then you correct him. He said, you're thinking of a chicken. (laughs) And he said, said, what did I say? (laughs) You want to go on with the scene? You want to do that? That's unbelievable. <laughs> it was just so much fun to watch. And she was, she was like starstruck that he was there. You know, it was so funny. So if you guys want to watch that, go to krock.com. It's really great. I love her. Okay. Also, someone else who I love, Adam Sandler. Yes. Okay. I love Happy Gilmore. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. And so he hosted SNL for the very first time. That's uh, shocking to me. I know, right? That he never hosted it before. Yeah. He was, you know, on the show for many years. He started at the age of 23, which blows my mind as well. Well, leaving in 1995, he was not shy to talk about the fact that he was indeed fired from the show. He likes to bring that up. <laughs> and yeah. then went on to make billions of dollars, uh, you know, with all of his movies and stuff. So, But the best part was his tribute to the late and great Chris Farley. He busted out the acoustic guitar. It was a very emotional and sweet tribute to one of the funniest men to ever live. After a show, we drink a quart of Jack Daniels then stick the bottle right up his <laughs> But hungover as hell, that Catholic boy always showed up to morning mass. We'd tell him, slow down, you'll end up like pollution and candy. You said, those guys are my heroes, that's all fine and dandy. I ain't making that stuff up, that's the truth about my boy, Chris Farley. By the way, I like that he left in all of his, you know, issues. 
Mm-hmm. He didn't try to whitewash everything and yep. just say all everything about him was great. This he is had who issues. he was. Yeah. Yeah, this and, is who he was. And he liked him this way. I yeah. don't know. I just, he lived his life to the fullest, and Sandler talked about how, you know, he's just happy that his kids are able to watch his movies and look up YouTube clips and just, you know, still cool. get inspired by him. So I loved that. Also, celebrity birthdays today. Happy birthday, Bob Seger. Hey. Chris Shiflett, guitarist of the Foo Fighters. Uh, the handsome George Clooney. Sure. Also, uh, Willie Mays. He's 88 today. How about that? And I'm Megan Holiday filling in for Allie McKay, and that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Q. Uh, Dave the King of Mexico is joining us now. Bean is out. Allie is out. Jensen's out. Megan Holiday's filling in. Short timers. Very excited about that. <laughs> Bean told us last week that his... His song with his wife, their romantic song, is Wildfire. It's a 1972, 3, 4 song. And uh, Bean, of course, told us exactly where it landed on the charts, because that's what's important to him. But for me, it was really odd, because it tells the story of a, of a guy and his girlfriend and their horse, and then the horse dies. <laughs> That's and a good then, start. And then the woman dies? <laughs> oh what? And then the man dies so that he can go be with them and ride the oh. horse in the after. I don't know. So they're wow. all riding the horse in heaven. All, so, all three are dead. <laughs> so they're all in heaven, and the damn horse has to work in heaven. Yes, correct. That sucks. Wow. She comes down from Yellow Mountain. I was like, how is this anybody's romantic song? <laughs> On a dark, flat land she rides. Oh, my God. On a pony she named Wildfire. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> when the whirlwind by her side. On a cold Nebraska night. All right, we get it. It's wow. night, it's cold. We get it. I've never heard that song in my life. That's fine. Neither have okay. I. It's 97, <laughs> early 1970s. So it's not even a full-grown horse. It's a pony. It's a pony. So it's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, We're going to take your calls. Um, if your romantic song is something that pe- other people make fun of, it means something to you, but to everybody else, they go, well, is that your song? Like mine? Like yours. We'll get to yours in a second. Yeah. First, a little bit more of this fantastic no. song. Yeah. Oh, they say she died one winter. That's, not, that's the second oh, verse. Oh, my goodness. When there came a killing frost. Oh, my God. Wow, and the pony she named Wildfire <laughs> Busted down its stall Ran away. Oh, how sad. It's cold. In a blizzard, he was lost. <laughs> he was lost in a blizzard. She ran calling Wildfire. Okay, so she ran and called him Wildfire, and then she ran after him and got and died. <laughs> This is awful. How is this, this anyone's is, romantic this is very song? Tragic. It's really bizarre. <sighs> so well, of course it's being your romantic song makes other people make fun of you. That's what we're looking for at one 800 520 1067 Dave, I don't even understand your choice. All right. So, you know, me and Krista, we have a, a kind of odd relationship. Yes, you do. So, you know, she's the hot one and I'm the cool one. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, she's the hot one and the cool one? Chip no, goes, I'm the cool one. Okay. Yeah, I'm the nice one. Um, no, I like her a lot better than you. Yeah, well, yeah, that's okay. true. But, you know, when we started first dating, like, we were making fun of, of people's songs and stuff like that. Like, right. we're like, you know, did, does this even happen anymore? So, we thought we should pick a song. And it was literally the first of the month when we were having this discussion. So we said, 
why not make it the first of the month by Bone Thugs and Harmony? <laughs> because it's not. It's something like that that's will... your song. I'm putting in air quotes. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest. Mm-hmm. I picked that song for one reason and one reason only. It'll remind me when <laughs> our anniversary oh, in quotes is. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Here's some of the songs. Yeah. I mean, it really does repeat, wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month 20 times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Were you guys choking and rolling blunts by any chance? <laughs> no, not at the time. Oh, okay. It would have been better had you been. <laughs> and then it goes, hey, my N-word, we having a wonderful day. <laughs> See? And I wouldn't F with me. <laughs> Why? Because it's the first of the month. That is not a romantic song, Dave. <laughs> yeah, and you get checks on the first of the month. Like, it's all great. You got to pay it's rent, great, though, man. Yeah, you got to pay rent. Yeah. And it reminds me of when to say. So oh, that's hey, literally, babies. you chose it literally yeah. so that it would rem- remind you. Yeah. That. That's okay. actually kind of smart. Thank I, you. I, I, smart. I give you props for that. Thank you. All right. 1-800-520-1067 is the phone number. Let's go to Kyle in San Dimas. Good morning, Kyle. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Good. Thank you. You have a uh, romantic song that people make fun of? They don't make fun of it. It's just so similar to Beans. Um, it's uh, it's dead, Death Camp for Cuties, I Will Follow You Into the Dark. <laughs> oh, so God. it's about if... <laughs> If if one of you dies, uh-huh. then when the other one dies, then I'm coming too. You know, that's a what? That's a terrible romantic song, though. No, it's fine. So it's fine. Know, we, we, you know, I was raised really religious, and then we got married, and we sort of like left the whole church thing behind. Uh-huh. And you know, there's a big identity part of that that kind of you're letting go of. Sure. But in the song, it talks about that too. Like this is what we learned growing up, but. That's a bunch of BS. Instead, I'm just with you forever, you know? Here's a little bit of the song. There's no one beside you when your soul embarks and I'll follow you into the dark. That is a beautiful song about dual suicide. <laughs> Why does Death Cab always have these dark and morbid songs like, I will possess your heart, I'll follow you into the dark? That's a great question. But Kyle, <laughs> what, yeah, what did Kyle scared. pick it as his but song? Kyle, yeah, Kyle. Though, when it happens, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm not doing that because there's other fish <laughs> in the sea, right? I'll follow you into the dark eventually. 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 <laughs> when I get there. Right. You know? At some point in my future, yeah. I will be dead. Yeah. As long, <laughs> later. as long as it's not too literal. That's all we're saying, Kyle. No, no, we're good. All right. Thank you for the call. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven is the number. We're going to take a quick break and come back with your calls next. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let's take one phone call and let's make it Amelia in Orange. Good morning, Amelia. Good morning. People make fun of your romantic song. What would it be? I want to touch you all over by exile. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I forget how that goes right now. How does it go? I want to touch you all over and over again. Keep going. Uh, no, I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> so <when> I, <laughs> I, yeah, my husband used to sing it to me when we were dating, and I thought it was weird until I actually heard that it was a real song. And then I was kind of freaked out. <laughs> okay, so you started thinking it was weird, and then you freaked out. Now it's your song, too? 
Yeah, I right. love it now. <laughs> <laughs> She's given into it now is what so she means. So the night closes in. <laughs> exactly. Do yourself a favor, everybody, and watch the music video. You will laugh, laugh so hard. <laughs> Thank you, Amelia, for the call. Uh, we're talking about your romantic song gets made fun of. Some of them, <clears throat> for the right reasons. From the 909, we got a text. My husband and my song is Don't Stand So Close to Me by the Police. <laughs> and then... <laughs> We are not affectionate PDA people and have not held hands in the last 15 years. He's so cheating on her. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's, he doesn't love her. Come on. Yeah. That's not a love Dang. song. That's a hate song. All right, let's go to uh, Rob, who's calling from Sherman Oaks. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Very good, thank you. What's your romantic song? Um, it would be the family favorite, Down Low by R. Kelly. It's about hiding who you're with. <laughs> exactly, man. Okay. All right. We good were, chat. This we is controversial we... in so many ways <laughs> and, and Rob, right now. You're still so down with ways. it right now? Are you still good with the song? Uh, yeah. Why not? It's, it's, you know, it's all right. And what does your wife think about it? Wife. <laughs> Uh, she's my wife. Oh, okay. no, no, the other one. <laughs> oh, the other No, no, no. And this was with my wife because, uh, let me tell you a quick uh-huh. story. She, we used to work at a software company, and, you know, no one knew we were dating in the office, so we would sneak down, like, to the back stairs, and we'd, like, make out. All right, so it made and sense then. Back up and, <laughs> and that song came out right about that time, so it was like a jo- running joke, and we just accepted it. And, as what's, our, go- our, and uh, what's bad with R. Kelly, right? Well, hey, man, we didn't know how it was going to pan out, no, right? I'm just, right. Hard, you're right? I'm just giving you a hard time. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it, Rob. Uh, all right, I got this tweet uh, at Kevin and Bean. It's from Ed in Austin. Girlfriend in a coma, Morrissey. What? What is with wow. these people? What? Wow. That makes no sense. All right, let's go to Jill in Culver City. Good morning, Jill. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, what's your song? It's um, Baby Faces Every Time I Close My Eyes. I gotta be honest. That sounds legit. I forgot about this one. I gotta be honest. That's a great yeah. song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. My husband makes fun of it because the lyric is every time I think of it, I pinch myself. Mm. But he changes it to something else and says, that's real love. He says, every time I think of it, I. R. Kelly theme. Right I now, don't huh? feel okay. <laughs> oh my God, Megan. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> You guys, what's going on? <laughs> Who saw that coming from Jill? All right. <laughs> Let's try uh, anyone else. <laughs> Let's go to line eight and say good morning to Joe in Whittier. Good morning, Joe. Come on. Hey, good morning, guys. What's going on? You know, uh, talking, on? About, talking about songs that people make fun of. Okay, well, I get made fun of a lot, and everybody kind of knows this about me and my wife, but um, our song is Broham by Pennywise. <laughs> How does that go? I can't remember. Uh... No, I don't. Keep going. Yeah, keep going. (laughs) How uh, is that your song? How how is that your song? Uh, Because we went through a lot of milestones in our lives, and anytime you know something bad, you know people passed away. You know when our daughter was born, we got in the car, we turned the car on, Broham was on.
wondering why you chose that because your baby was crying and you couldn't take it. <laughs> so you just crank up the Pennywise. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the call, Joe. We appreciate it. All right, we're not going to have time for everybody, unfortunately. Let's go to uh, Alden in Orange. Good morning, Alden. Or hey, is it Aiden? Uh, it's Aiden. Aiden, actually. my bad. <laughs> yeah, you're good, man. Um, my song is um, "All for Nothing" by Face to Face. <laughs> Never given up until I either die or I will make it back to you. I'll be with you. All right. So, I mean, um, other than death, it sounds good. Do people <laughs> yeah, make Do that, people make fun like, of you for that? Well, yeah, because it's a really obscure punk band. Right. Face to face. You guys play them a little bit, but like, like I. Uh, oh, I, mo- most like, of your friends haven't heard of Face to Face. Well, my friends, my a lot of my family, even my oh, okay. my mom actually got me into face to face. Cool mom. I'm, Your mom's I'm 18. Awesome. I'm a long time listener of K Rock, so I mean, <laughs> thank you, Aiden. You're the best, and yeah, I approve of no your problem. song. Thank you, guys. <laughs> okay, thanks for calling. All right, let's go to um, Taryn in Orange. Good morning, Taryn. Morning, guys. Hi. Your song that you get made fun of for. Uh, last kiss, but the Pearl Jam version. I mean, uh, you guys, can there be any love in here, or is it all death? It's sad. It's all death. Yeah. This is like you know, it's it's all about love, but death at the same time. But it's such a beautiful song. It is a beautiful song, but there are a lot of beautiful songs. There are, but I guess it goes back to when my husband and I first started dating. Um, I played it for him on the guitar, and he always loved it, so he always wants me to play it for him when we're just hanging out. You're going to kill him. But, You're going to kill him. Oh You're going to kill him. Hold on. Have you already killed him? I won't kill him, but there might be a car crash. Oh, oh my God. Dang. <laughs> Well, heads up to your husband. Thank you. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world's famous K-Rock. We welcome to the studio comedian Nate Bergatze. Am I saying that right? Uh, yeah. Close enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly <laughs> what I was like. My name's Bob. I was just with that off. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, Bar- uh, Bargatze. Or Bargatze. Bargatze. Like, yeah. You yeah. just said it two different ways. <laughs> I, I know. Well, I, I, feel... I go with, I try to make everybody feel good. Okay, so whatever <laughs> you say. I'm giving you options. Okay, that's yeah. Yeah. That's generous. That's very nice. Yeah. Uh, I saw your special on uh, Netflix over the weekend called The Tennessee Kid. Yeah. And you cheat a little bit by letting your cute little daughter come oh, in and introduce oh, yeah. you. Cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. big time now. So uh, good. She yeah. comes out and introduces you, so I'm like, now no one can not like what you did because yeah. there's your cute little six-year-old yeah. daughter. Yeah. Well, some people wrote some bad reviews about her. And, uh, oh. So we're gonna we're gonna think about it next time. I was like, you gotta get it together. Uh, <laughs> Maybe some rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bring it next time. Um, is it true? I know comedians exaggerate a lot. Yeah. Is it true that your dad was was a clown and is a magician? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. That's all exact true. Yeah, we have. Uh, I mean, I have like my, my first album uh, was called "Yelled Out by a Clown," and there's a picture. The cover of the picture is me and my dad, and, uh, and I was you're... like a five, and he's dressed as a clown. And I grew, and that's how he was. I mean, grew up, and it was uh, he was a clown. Was uh, that his main job? <laughs> he always, he was a teacher too. He always like did something like that. Like, uh, but he did a lot of it. I mean, he performed at our, at our birthday parties because uh, you have like a clown, like you have to use him. Like, of course, free. <laughs> did he make balloon animals? Yep. Yep. Oh my we, gosh. Nice. Uh, really the balloon animals. Uh, I mean, he would do the whole thing. My, I, I had a birthday party when I was like seven, 
And I was like tired of it. I didn't want, like, I wouldn't even want him to be at the yeah, party. Because it's your dad. It's your, it's your dad. Yeah. Yes, and I've seen the tricks. I've watched him not work. Like, he's practicing while me. Uh, I mean, we, I would watch magic so much not work. It just really ruined magic for me. Like, I could never, just because you'll be sitting Why, there. would he be at home trying stuff that wasn't working and explaining? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, it's like if I try a joke out or something, I'm like, is this funny to my wife? Or, you know, it's like he would do that to us. So it's like he would be like, hey, watch this. And then I would see, like, it just kind of fall apart. It would literally take the magic out of it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you would yeah. see him fall apart. Well, the trick, you would see the trick not work. Or, yeah. like, you know, it's like slight, he does a lot of sleight of hand. So it's like cards and coins. So it's like moving coins around and hiding them and stuff. And you see something fall. <laughs> and then you're like. Yeah. Like, this sucks. Yeah, you're just like, oh. Like, so he's he not just, only a clown and magician, but it's sort of a bad one. Yeah, no, he's actually great. He's great. He's actually unbelievable. He's a great dad. As far as the. No, as a magician, oh, really? uh, in the, I mean, in the magic world, I don't have that category, known. but go ahead. Mm. Yeah, he yeah, is, he's well known in the he's, magic world. Yes, in wow. the magic world. No kidding. So, uh, it's uh, yeah, he performed Magic Castle a bunch of years. Wow, here. so he got uh, better, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, this, I mean, he was 20, I mean, yeah, I don't know, yeah, he was young, yeah. like you know, just starting, but yeah, he got you better. had to guide his hand. I had to go. Him. I was like, I had to talk with him when I was uh, <laughs> six, seven years old. I go, sat him down. You gotta get it together, man. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this is not good. Look, uh, pops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Step it up a notch. Yeah, I go, totally. I'm seven, and I'm not impressed. <laughs> and I am impressed with everything. <laughs> but not you, Dad. But not you. Um, oh I didn't realize until I came in this morning. I watched the special over the weekend, and I thought it was hilarious. Mm. Thank you. And then somebody said he doesn't use any curse words or anything and i was like oh i i guess not it's not something that you notice but it's something you don't do yeah is that I'm, on purpose uh yes i mean i'm just clean i was a clean comic so it's like but that's my best uh the best thing ever is when someone says they don't notice that's i the, didn't notice at all and then i was like yeah. oh yeah that's wow, huge because yeah. you don't want it to be because i mean sometimes i mean you now people when they think about it and then they know and they're like oh yeah he's clean uh but it is it's very nice to be clean and i know like i have a lot of people uh We'll say they watch with their kids or something, or you know, like they have a teenager and they're watching and they can. It's and that's great, yeah, yeah, it's good. And so, uh, yeah, it's. But I love it when no one uh, noticed, you know. And I started in, uh, I was in New York when I started, so I, mean, I would be always be on like shows that are dirty. And, How long ago? Uh, I was there two thousand four to twelve, I think. So shows that are dirty would expect you to. Uh, I would do like midnight shows, like some uncensored. No, they wouldn't. I would just do my. Just I do would your just, thing. I would do the thing, and if you don't bring it up, like no one says, you know. Yeah, I didn't like exactly. I yeah. didn't notice. Yeah, they don't that at all. You yeah. can just curse. Like I've had jokes about parking. I mean, like I don't even know. Like I would never. I'd do an uncensored show and just be angry about parking. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, just some dumb joke. Just like. Like, this guy's really mad about parking. I'm trying to be edgy. I'm like, well, this is my edgy stuff, guys. <laughs> parking my is, parking chunk is the uh, real oh, hard hitter. Yeah, and everybody's like, this guy gets it. <laughs> Your story about the uh, dead horse on the on the lawn in oh, Seattle was God. one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Is that true? <clears throat> exactly true. Uh, <laughs> we were in Mount, going to Mount Rainier, see the horse laying down, and me and my buddy just started talking about it. And uh, then we, you know, we went to Mount Rainier. All that stuff was true. Uh, and then we were driving back. And then I, and he didn't see it. And I pointed out, and the, and the horse was standing up. And I, so I you thought it was, it was dead the whole time. I thought, yeah, I, yeah. That's where we talk about, like, how yeah. do you move it? Like, what do yeah. you? You got to yeah. call your friends. You know, over. what do you do? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and some people have told me. 
Oh yeah, like, I grew up with horses. I can tell you what. what oh yeah, yeah. They gotta come. They gotta you know. They gotta bring equipment. They gotta get like a bulldozer type thing. That's and not they, at all. Yeah. But, wow. Yeah. yeah they they lift it up. They take it out. Yeah, and then they put it in a truck, and then I have no idea. Wow, where it that's goes. a bummer. But it's gnarly. It goes to Elmer's. Yeah. That's yeah. Where it goes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't dead. No, it wasn't dead. It wasn't dead. I know that's <laughs> I the problem. Didn't realize that horses sleep. The horses in the bulldozer are like, down. guys, yeah. guys, I'm, yep. I'm here. I'm, uh, I'm moving. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, no, we've already called the bulldozer. It's over. It's too much money to get this bulldozer out here. Sorry, so guys. you gotta just. It's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, is that the kind of stuff that people respond to the most from your comedy? Uh, that story is. I mean, that's. Uh, it's a long story, and then sometimes when you tell, when I would first tell that story, it's funny to see the relief in people when they realized they, the horse they, wasn't yeah. dead. That he wasn't dead, like yeah. they would get, you know, for this, you know, could be made up horse, but they really get attached to <laughs> it well, with animals. And yeah. then with animals, yeah. and you're like, no, it's fine. And then, uh, so yeah, they, that one was a, a big one, just because it was a long, you know, long ride on that one, you know, the, about a horse dying. <laughs> <laughs> There's a point where people go like, "All right, am I a, that's enough? Am I a bad person that I liked the first half of that story better? Although the payoff was great. Yeah, the payoff was good. Uh-huh. But you're like, I really wish that a horse was dead. <laughs> and then that that shows a lot about you. Someone's that, like, yeah, what? I'm asking, does yeah. that make me bad? That's it, my question. It, I think it might. It, it might. People just would be uncomfortable next to you. I think they would hear you say that. And you're like, all right, I gotta get, I gotta go. You know, you I got a meeting. This guy. I got yeah. a meeting tomorrow morning. You have to like, go someplace else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know, earlier we had Henry Winkler on the show. And yeah. I saw you in a something on YouTube where you were talking about uh, who would be the ambassador for the humans if they met the aliens. Yeah. And you said it would be Henry Winkler. Yeah. Why did you say that? Uh, I don't. Did I say that? You did. We did. Uh, and, I, and I was like, this is awesome. Because uh, I like that cause answer. I actually think it's a terrible answer. You do no, think no, it's no, a terrible answer. No, I'm joking. I'm just kind of like, I don't. Uh, uh, but I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, he's uh, someone that's been, you know, I mean, he's like. I mean, he's like uh, us. He's like America. Like, yeah, you know, he really like, is. He's just been on right? TV for like the whole time. Yeah, TV's been on. Right. Like it's you know, and then just, so he's in so many shows too, mm-hmm. and so many hit shows, and still on shows, and you know, just a guy that could represent us and tell us. You know, I feel like he could tell you like how we were <laughs> yeah. at all times. Yeah, you know, in all of our history, <laughs> yeah. answer a lot of questions. You would need like 1800s. You know, go, Henry. Go, yeah. and he's oh yeah, we love it. All right, yeah, no, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> He just knows you need someone to answer questions. Yeah, like they have to be able to, like you know, if the uh, they ask, you know, and then he's like, no, we were doing this. Very confident, yeah, could yeah. answer him and yeah. stuff like that. And I feel like he's really educated. He would know. He would know. He things. would know. But he's also for somebody who's grown up in the spotlight on all of those great TV shows. He's the most humble, kind person that you've ever met. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I always heard. Like I've never met him, but I always heard he's like and he comes off nice. Yeah. yeah. You know, nice. like but he is. Like, yeah, like he everybody is. else. It'd be that great works if he wasn't. It would I mean be, it would be wonderful. <laughs> There'd be nothing he... just to turn it on and off like that. Like and you're like he's a monster. <laughs> like and and people just would like what? Like you know like, oh, like no, no way. Henry oh, yeah. monster, yeah, we got in a fight outside monster. of a bar. Smoked cigarettes the whole time in here. <laughs> And you're not allowed to do that. And it just, you know, just random things. <laughs> oh my well, God. we couldn't love him more, but I think that's a, that's a pretty good answer for if somebody was going to represent yeah, yeah. us. I don't think it should be me. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Not positive mm-hmm. about Megan. Definitely yeah, not. Yeah, not. This yeah. meant you no. not positive. Yeah, yet. I shouldn't do it. I would never be able to give you the answers you would want. Like, they would... 
just be like, you know, like anything. Like, who's the president? I'd be like, I don't know. Like, you know. I could name like four of them. And then I'd be like, you just, that's yeah, I think I you have to have the got. answers. That's all yeah, I got. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I got no answers either. So, so when you're like constantly going out on the road, is that sort of where you grab your material like and start making up your, you know, your next hour? Yeah. It's uh, like we're, I'm doing it right now. And uh, you just got to go out and go around and do things. Just kind of stay like you kind of, you know, got to be very aware and like pick stuff. Uh, How do you start? Do you pick one thing that you well, know I, I'll usually have usually have some you I'll have some stories uh, or some jokes that I've had that never would uh, that I probably wouldn't even really put on a special. But you, like I learned that with Bill Burr once. Uh I, I'm friends with Bill, and like I was with him, and I was watching him. And he just taped the special, and we were performing. I was opening for him right after the special aired, and he had all this new stuff. And I was just like, "How do you have this new stuff? Like the specials just came out." And he's always he's always said he has a he would have like a lot of material that he like doesn't make specials, and oh he's been doing it so long. It's like you just have this time built. So when you first go out after the special, you have like kind mm-hmm. of a basically new hour just always kind of sitting there and then you slowly like get rid of it all until you filter in new stuff and so uh that that's a big thing that i learned so like you know i mean i don't have an hour just sitting around but you have you know you could have 15 20 minutes and some of it's like you go up and just talk about whatever talk i talk about the specials some when i go out uh so you know just trying to build whatever till you get so you can be ready. Some of it's very like garbage. Like, <laughs> some of it's not. Well, good, only one you know? way to find out, right? Yeah, come yeah. see. Yeah, if you come see me live, to be like, oh, you're like he was right. Do you uh, encourage people <laughs> to put their phones away? Because I imagine that's not a finished product yet. I would be. Yeah, but I mean, these jokes are not good enough for people to film. I mean, they're not. You know, so they don't even think about. They it. even. I see them put their phone back in, and I'm like, no, pull it back out. And they're like, no, 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 no. I, my, it's full. My phone's full. And you're like, I don't think that's the thing anymore. But uh, yeah, it's they. Uh, a lot of places do that yonder. Like I just was at. Uh, Tempe Improv yonder. in Arizona. It's a, it's a like a bag. Oh yeah, I've done that at movie oh, premieres. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and they and put your phone in. And you can't, use in there, can't use it. Can't use it. And. I, and uh, you know, everybody seems to say they like it. Like, I think at first they're like, no. But then it's like, oh, yeah, like, I can't look at my phone. Like, so now I have to focus. Yeah. Because you see so many people just on their phone. I see the big thing I see now is like when people take pictures. They won't take their flash off. Like, it's unreal. Oh, at concerts, that drives me crazy. Yeah. Who just has their flash on? And it's they're 500 all... feet from the stage. Yeah. Oh, and you just see it go up. And oh. then you, but it's, you see it go quickly back down like they realize the flash yeah. is on. No, like, my my favorite is the one that has the light on that's doing it. video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they don't care, and they just keep doing it for the whole yeah, show. Yeah, it's like, there's, I don't think the light helps when it's that no. far away. Like, it can't. You know what it does? It lights up all the people around you. That's all it does. And and you know what? As a spectator, I don't even want to watch someone else's experience at a concert or something like that. And we never go back and watch it ourselves. Because it's a terrible video. Yeah, why do we even Uh, bother? Why do we do it? Yeah. uh, Can we stop? Yeah, you don't. Yeah, at all, you don't. I've watched something. You ever watch it like you sit behind me, you're just watching it through their phone. Yeah, oh, totally. And you're like, I'm like, like, it's like my phone. Hey, can you hold that shot? Because I I was like, that's good. Getting sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Like the framing's off. You never go while you do. Like, I always think that with pictures. Like, every picture I take, I'm like, would I. Would I take a pic? Would I ever look at this picture? Yeah, <laughs> like, probably not. I, I mean, probably yesterday not. I took a picture of like the ocean, and I was like, "Will I ever look at this ocean picture ever again?" No. I mean, like, at the wow. ocean, though, no. I, I mean, I'm saying I love the ocean, right? But no. and 
it's a fun, you know, but I don't, where, <laughs> when am I going to, I don't know when I'm even, when's the opportunity going to come up to, to come be like, hey, you know what, I wish I had that ocean picture. <laughs> like, I don't look at my pictures of my daughter. Like, there's, I mean, there's what? so my. Well, you have so many that you're like, yeah, I'm not going to look much. at these. I, you always tell kids, uh, it's, I always thought it was funny. This is somewhat, could be a new joke, maybe one day. Just, But I was like, you with kids, you tell them, like, uh, you just be themselves. Like, it's all that. Like, don't act like you're anything. And then we make, when we take a picture of them, we take 500. Yeah. And we're like, no, 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 look look better than that. Like, like, like we should be going like the first ones. Is fo- no, I don't care. But you uh-huh. don't say the words look better than that. I say look better. You than, I, go, <laughs> I go, oh, my gosh. I go, what do you... I go, this is insane. You look insane right now. Oh my God. Go You're representing me. Yeah. Yes. Take go, a better picture. Go take a better picture. This is unbelievable. You should be embarrassed of yourself. Oh She's six. She's like, what? And I'm like, just, you should look up the word embarrassed. Oh, my God. And Comedian Nate yeah. uh, Bergazzi yeah. is in our studio. as special as the Tennessee Kid, and it is hilarious. It's on Netflix right now. It came out in March. And you're going to be coming through Southern California. Yeah. On your tour, Good Problem to Have Tour. Yeah. And it's going to be at uh, Friday, October 11th at the Theater at Ace Hotel. So if you'd like to buy tickets for that, he is hilarious. It's $35. And again, on Netflix, the special is called The Tennessee Kid. I feel like everybody was like, that's that's high. That's what everybody said in their car. They're like, oh, that's a little high. $35. (laughs) They just had that feeling. They're like, oh, I I just heard one of his jokes. I don't know. But for the ones that didn't think that, you just put it in their head. So I like to let everybody over. (laughs) I like to really. Guys, it's It's, not worth it. It is worth it. Yeah. It is worth it. Yeah. Yeah. No matter matter what Nate says. Thank you for coming. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. Time for one last What's Happening. Allie is out today. Megan is in. Hello, hello. Okay, so people who are into Game of Thrones are into Game of Thrones. You think? Oh, my God, it's wild. I've watched, I watched four episodes of the first season and then I've stopped. That's, that's how far I got. What? Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I it lo- wasn't for you? I, it wasn't for, I just lost interest. I was like, I can't. Too anymore. much going on? Is that just, why? No, I don't know. I just Too much like, entertainment? I'd rather yeah. watch a show like Barry. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's sure. That's just kind of where I'm at. Uh, but it's too long for you. That's why. It's, okay. Maybe, maybe. So, <laughs> Are okay, we talking so- spoilers? <laughs> Do I need to play a spoiler alert warning or what are we talking about here? This is a little bit of a spoiler. It's a spoiler. spoiler alert. Okay. Just okay. so you know, if you're a Game of Thrones fan and you haven't watched it yet, Feel free to turn down the radio for a second. All right, what's happening? All right, so this is, you know, one of the most closely watched and scrutinized show. People are paying attention to every detail, right? Right. So how come on this episode last night you can blatantly see a Starbucks cup just sitting there at the celebratory feast in Winterfell. Who that knew they, happened? Who knew they went that far back? You know? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, people people were complaining last episode about you can't see what's going on. Right. And on this one, people can see a freaking Starbucks. All right, let me cup. ask you a question. Isn't there a person or a group oh, of people yeah. that that's their only job? Absolutely. Like, continuity. I mean, this is going past actors, producers, editors, everybody. How That's did, crazy. How yeah. does this happen? And it was in the background. It wasn't even in the foreground. There's well, a photo of it, too, online. If it was in know? the foreground, they would have seen it and taken it out. Yeah. I assume because it's in the background, they didn't catch it. All right. So what do you think was on the Starbucks cup? Do you think it was uh, <laughs> the full name of Daenerys Starborn the, of House Targaryen, first I, of her name, the unburnt queen of the Andals, and the first men, Khaleesi of the Great Grassy, breaker of chains and mother of dragons? Or was it just Danny? 
It's probably the first. <laughs> yeah, right. probably the first. They had to write all the way around the cup seven times. That's crazy. You don't see anything like that in no, not any usually. media these days. Yeah. So I was watching a. I was watching the behind the scenes because that's what we have to do now. And there's a scene, I'm not going to give anything away, but where they literally, in order to to not spoil it while filming it, uh-huh. they had to, to put two different people in two different places and film them at two different times and then put them together. Wow. Wow. And so they go through everything to to not get spoiled and then they forget a Starbucks cup. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a spoiler. I love to it. be honest. It, it was a spoiler. spoiler. No. Okay, it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Something else that happened uh, just now. Blink-182 and Lil Wayne announced a North American tour with special guest Neck Deep. Uh, Blink-182, they, you know, they just played Back to the Beach. That's an interesting duo. It's, it's you know, it's... Uh, Who headlines? Is it Blink? I would imagine it's a co-headlining. Co-headlining? I would bet you. I mean, this is like Rage and Beastie Boys. I know, it's Rage and Wu-Tang. But in a way, I feel like that's how the, our generation is now. It like, is where, for sure. You know, we listen to all kinds of different genres. And and you know, Travis plays on every album oh, that's yeah. out there, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's got wide musical taste. So I, I like feel, this. Yeah, I kind of like it too. I think it'll be fun. When I think they, it works. When are they coming to so Southern California? They're going to be in LA on August 8th and in Irvine on August 27th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. And uh, also celebrity birthdays today. Bob Seger, Chris Shiflett of the Foo Fighters, George Clooney, and Willie Mays. 88 today. Willie Mays. That's right. Boo. I'm Megan Holiday, and filling in for Allie McKay. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Megan. Megan came in and filled in for Allie because Allie, Jensen, and Bean are gone today. Yeah. So I can't thank you enough. Oh, my gosh. It was seriously it's so much fun. total honor to be here. It means more to me than you'll ever know. So... That's probably true because I work here. Because Dave works here, right? Thank you, Megan. We appreciate it. Allie will be back tomorrow along with Jensen. Hey, on your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show, including David Cross. Yeah. Yes. Love that dude. Yes. That dude's weird. He's weird. (laughs) But love the weirdness. So he's going to be here tomorrow. And we're also going to talk to Be Real from Cypress Hill. How about that? Sweet. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.